You are now listening to the She Said Well podcast. I am your host, Diana, and it's been some time, y'all, but I wanted to go ahead and record this podcast because it's just been so much going on, so much in my personal life, so much in the world, so much just in general, and I wanted to use my platform to be able to, one, update you guys on what's been going on with me, and then two, be able to express um, my opinions and how I feel about what's been going on in the world and to also let you know what the platform will be moving forward for my podcast. Um, like I said, I've taken some time off just to deal with everything. One, I moved. Um, I now live in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, before, um, when I first started recording this podcast, I was living in Norfolk, Virginia, um, living there for some time after graduating from Norfolk State and decided to stay, but decided to finally take the leap of faith and move to Atlanta. Been here for about going on almost a year now, July and make a year. So, and things have been going great. Um, I love Atlanta. Um, it was a good move that I did and decided that I needed to do something for me. So moving to Atlanta was for me and I'm glad that I made the move. However, living here, you know, finding out about the history of Atlanta and just the different uh, cultures and being here during this time of um, the coronavirus and um, just the different um, protesting that has been going on these past few days. It's been real interesting, really interesting. Um, But we'll get into that a little bit later. Like I said, I wanted to inform you guys about me. So like I said, I moved to Atlanta, did that, set up me living here, um, got a job, doing the whole corporate America thing, which is cool, pays the bills. So um, I'm blessed to still be be able to have a job, especially during this time with the coronavirus and stuff. Um, And yeah. One reason um, I want to say is that I took a break from the podcast is um, I have a tendency of not being able to multitask. And that's honest. Um, Multitasking is not my strong suit sometimes. I can say that, okay, I have this one thing I need to focus on and this other thing. But if I try to focus on like four things at one time, it just does not happen. So with moving and trying to find a job and a place to stay and then once finding a place to stay and getting here and then finding a job, I just felt like me doing this podcast, I wasn't going to be able to give it my all. And one thing I want to do with this podcast is to continue to give it my all. So I decided to just take a break from it. But like I said, with everything that's been going on these last few months, to be honest with you, it's just a time where I'm like, you know what, I need to start my podcast, do this, be serious about it, and be consistent. So that is something that I'm actually working on, consistency. So with that being said, like I said, we're going to try to work out this podcast. Going to try to release episodes every Wednesday. Um, I like Wednesdays, unless there's another day where you guys feel like you're not getting episodes on a certain day, then I'll try to release it on another day. But Wednesdays seem to be like a good day for me. So we're trying to release episodes on Wednesdays or every other Wednesday. Let's start with every other Wednesday because, like I said, consistency. Um, So I want to hold myself to be consistent. So let's talk about um, 
me living in Georgia and some of the things that I recently found out about uh, Atlanta and some history that I found out about Atlanta. So recently I was watching a HBO special called The Atlanta Missing and Murdered um, Children. I don't know if you guys seen that, but if you haven't, it is definitely something worth watching. Um, it, it's discussed about um, basically 25 um, missing and murdered, basically missing kids that went missing and were later murdered in a span of like, I think it was like 24 months, two years, 25 black kids, all black, black children from the age ranges of, I believe, of like eight to like, I think like 23. And it just goes through the different things about what happened with that and about how they found somebody and convicted somebody and said that, oh, he killed two out of the 25. So that means that he killed all of them. And basically closed the cases and never looked at any of the other cases and just said, oh, if you did the two, then that means you did all. And we're just going to blame you for all of the murders, which is crazy to me, because how can you just assume in a law that because this person that you found guilty for one or two of the murders did all 25? That's crazy to me. So that was interesting to find out a little bit about that. Um, happening and then you know they try to portray Atlanta to be the Wakanda of you know the US you know the black mecca and don't get me wrong the culture and everything is here you definitely feel your presence you definitely feel the diversity you definitely feel like you know what I feel in Wakanda a little bit like it, it definitely is that feeling but it's so much underground uh, history about Atlanta and um, you can definitely see that in the areas where it is still predominantly black, it is still underpoverished. I mean, to be honest, like East Point and stuff like that. So it's just interesting to, you know, to live in it now. Like, of course, you got your nice Atlanta. Downtown is beautiful. Buckhead is beautiful. All that. But they never want to talk about, like, the other parts of Atlanta that I live in. Like, to me, I live in South Atlanta, so I live in the hood. If you, if people, if I tell you where I live, they'd be like, oh, you live in the hood. But, you know, if you live in Buckhead and stuff like that, that's not considered the hood. But one thing I can, can say about where I stay is that it's a family environment. And that's something that I always wanted. Um, my community is predominantly black. Um, we have, like, an actual, like, garden on the community. So, like, they grow their own, like, vegetables and stuff. Um, as far as like fruit and like lettuce and spinach and stuff. And then they actually have like a farm. So like we have like an actual like farm of like goats and chickens and stuff on the property. It's like some dope shit. And I like that. Like being able to like get up and know that like my neighbors are like black and we're good. And I feel safe where I live. I don't have any issues of where I stay. So I don't have a problem with living on the south side to be honest with you. But... Um, also, like I said, um, living in Atlanta now, especially during these uh, protests that's been going on recently um, with the uh, uh, Gregory Floyd uh, incident that's been happening and just all everything that's been happening in uh, Maude Arbery, uh, Breonna uh, Taylor, all those people. I mean, that's just this year. This year, 
alone. We're not even talking about the other years that we've been talking about police brutality and and the injustice against black people. But like I was saying, the protests now in Atlanta, it's been interesting to see that uh, unfolding and, and, and being in the middle of that and, and knowing where they are and and knowing, you know, exactly what's going on. Um, at this point, I'm, I'm at the statement where I have, and this is how I feel, what else you want us to do? What else? What else? Can't kneel. We can't talk about it on, you know, social media and stuff like that without, you know, y'all giving y'all opinions of how y'all feel. You know, we peacefully protest. We get sprayed with tear gas and stuff. What else do you want us to do? That's where I'm at with that. Racism comes down to one simple thing and one simple thing only. It's the color of your skin. Period. So for us to even have to be going through this and have to be dealing with the fact of being afraid of people because of the color of my skin, because I know that my pigmentation is darker than yours, that there might be a chance that the police may not save me. They might be arresting me if I call for help. That's crazy. So I want people to understand that and, you know, no, I don't condone violence. No, I don't want anybody to, you know, be hurt or seriously injured or anything like that. But at this time, at this point in time, people need to for our voices to be heard. And if they go and loot and riot and stuff like that, for y'all to finally understand that black people deserve to be equal, then listen, they got to do what they got to do. And that's just how I feel on it. And to be perfectly honest with you, the black community, we need to focus on getting our shit together and becoming one together and saying, fuck these other people. And that's just how I feel. You know, I just said what I said, and I don't give a fuck how y'all feel about it. It's, it, it's ridiculous now. We have the resources and the power and the money to be able to create our own, create another Black Wall Street. I'm ready for it. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I moved to Atlanta. I'm like, okay, this is the Black Mecca. But you see, you got to understand, there's a whole lot of white politics mixed in with the Black Mecca. So I'm ready to say all of it. Uh, fuck all that. But... This is just another introduction of what's to come on the podcast. I want to get guests to come on and be able to speak um, their piece as well and be able to talk about how they feel about what's been going on in the recent events. I haven't even gotten in the coronavirus. That's a whole nother subject and a whole nother topic to talk about. But, um, you know, people, please continue to pray for people that have been directly affected by the coronavirus and continue to stay safe. Wear your mask out there again. It's not for you um, to 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 be. You are wearing the mask to protect other people, not from you to be protected. If you want to go out there and, and be crazy, then that's on you. But you yourself wear the mask so that way you are protecting yourself from these other people that decide that they don't want to wear the mask and get sick. But 
Um, please, please, please continue to check in with me and look up the She Said What podcast. Like I said, this is just an introduction of what I really um, will continue to talk about with the next few weeks coming up. Um, I'm hoping to have guests on the podcast that I can come and have people talk and really be able to express how they feel because I, I have a whole lot to say. A whole lot. And I want to continue to create um, a space where people could come and say what they feel and not give a fuck about what people have to say about it either. Um, so, again, thank you so much for people who listened to my first couple of podcasts that I recorded and have been asking me about when I'm coming back, when I'm going to release another episode. Yo, for real, for real, I love that. I love y'all because y'all are the ones that made me get up today and say, let me let me go in here and press this button and record. I need to go ahead and just go ahead and and, and record and, and make this happen. So thank y'all for that. Um, if you're looking for any posts for the She Said What podcast, you can find me on Instagram at the She Said What podcast and on Facebook at the She Said What podcast as well. I'm also on Twitter at the She Said What pod, I believe, y'all. Let me check because I think that's what my my name is. Is She Said What pod. Uh, no, I don't want to turn on my notifications. Yep. So it's underscore, underscore, she said what pod. All right. That's my Twitter. But Instagram, she said what podcast and Facebook, she said what podcast. I'm so, so excited to, um, like I said, get this up off the ground and continue to record episodes and get some guests on the show as well. So um, continue to listen out and keep up. And again, love. And can't wait to the next episode.